and welcome to week 13 of the Bet MLS podcast with Dero and Oso. I am Daniel Robertson at Daniel underscore Rob 27. Ben at Ben Bayer 87. Nine. 89. <laughs> don't, don't put extra years on me. I'm I'm the yeah, I'm the I'm the 86 here. So uh yeah, I should be uh, I'm not I'm not that old. Get out of here. <laughs> get out of here. Well. I'm the one who should get out of here. It was a it was a bad weekend for me, Ben. I'm coming back to earth a little bit. A little yep. bit of people like to call it regression in the biz. Uh, it was a reverse sweep for me. Now, I will say, super unlucky with Miami and Red Bull. So I had like a three and a half goal goal difference uh, and San Jose probably should have won, but whatever. Uh, you got another dog, though, last weekend. You got, uh, uh, who was it? LAFC at, um, at Cincinnati. That was a nice win. Yep, that that you know gave me a definite winning week, and then I got some extra, some extra after that, and I could have done a little bit better. Uh, Austin was unlucky too. Austin, Austin was a little bit game. unlucky. They were up a man. Uh, yeah, the Nashville Atlanta over. Thank God that hit uh, after the rain delay, because who knows what was going to happen with that game. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, you know, not too bad. They were up a man for thirty minutes. They only got one goal. Um, but yeah, not too shabby. I see you haven't updated our spreadsheet. I was out. I've been out since behind the uh, curtain. Like, Daniel's the one that does this. I he hasn't updated it because he had such a bad week last week that he doesn't no, want to see I the didn't, numbers. I didn't get back till Tuesday from vacation. And you know when you get back from vacation, you have to cram five days of work into like three yeah, weeks. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I've been I've been busy, but I will I will get that updated today. So let's uh let's get into our picks for the week. There was open cup midweek, a lot of drama in that. Um, mm-hmm. we're hitting, you know, where some teams have had midweek for now three weeks in a row. Um, a lot of games coming thick and fast. And uh, and Ben, let's start off with you this week since uh, since you had a really nice week last week. Who who are you going with? Yeah, we're going to a game that has nothing to do with, you know, that's not affected by any of that. Both these teams were off because both of them have not been winning a lot recently, including in the open cup. So we're going to Atlanta, Atlanta, Columbus. Um Look, I think Atlanta, they're getting a little bit unlucky. Um, if you look at their their goal difference or expected goal difference, um, you know, they should be a little bit better. They should probably be getting a little bit more, some more results mm-hmm. um, against the Columbus. They're playing against the Columbus team again. That has been one of the worst teams, you know, bottom, bottom third of the league um, uh, this year so far. And especially in the last few you know month month and a half as you know again i'm going to be saying that i you've heard me say that a lot the past few podcasts you can't always just go back through the whole season and say you look the sample size is pretty big enough now for the whole yeah. season that's nice but we also have enough sample size really you know if you want to go back six seven games which i think is maybe a little bit more uh representative maybe the stat nerds would disagree you know i'm kind of a stat nerd but <laughs> then maybe they would disagree and you want to look at the whole season but i think you know the, the form is a little bit better Columbus, you don't have to look at the form, really. Look, they've won once since uh, March 12th. <laughs> they can't score I mean, goals right now, yeah. That, they're, they're being treated as, like, I think they're still being treated a bit like they're uh, uh, above-average team or at least middle of the pack. They're not that right now. They are bottom of the pack. They are bottom six, seven teams in the league. And Atlanta getting, I understand, they're not getting that. they're not getting that many wins either. Um, but they're getting a little bit healthier these days. Um, we're seeing some things from them. Like the defense is not good. Um, we know that. We know with Robinson out. We know with Guzan out. It's not the best. Uh, but Columbus is not the team that's really going to take advantage of that at this point, unless mm-hmm. Zellerion really goes off. I mean, they've scored more than one goal like 
once, I think. Or like, yep. Yep. Oh, well, they scored two against New England. But look, if you go on, they scored zero, zero, two, three against DC, but then zero, 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 zero. <laughs> not a lot. That, that, that's, that's the last 10 games or something. So they're not scoring a lot. So they're not, I'm not sure they're going to take advantage of Take advantage of this porous Atlanta defense. Atlanta at minus 110 at home. I like that number, even though it was a little quiet there last mm-hmm. game um, or two games ago. Um, it's been quiet recently, we'll just say. Atlanta minus 110 at home against a bottom tier team. I'll take it. That's what I was going to say is you're not going to lose a lot of money uh, in MLS if you're if you're betting on uh, on Atlanta United at home at near even money or better just in general. Um, yeah, their, their defense has been a little rough, but I watched a lot of the game against Nashville and they actually look like they're playing very composed. They're not looking unorganized. They look very yeah. organized now. The, the goals that they're giving up aren't necessarily like terrible goals. And, they you know, they, I, I respect their coach a lot. And I think. Um, yeah, they're, they're starting to figure it out after the shock to the system of losing Guzan and Robinson like in a three-week span. Um, it feels like they're starting to figure it out a little bit against a, a bad Columbus team, and I'll get back to that game. I, I'm going to have a play on that game in a minute. Um, I am going to go for my lock. I'm going to uh, Real Salt Lake this weekend. Now, Real Salt Lake is hosting the Houston Dynamo, and Real Salt Lake is actually coming in at even money right now on, on my book, and it's anywhere around minus 110, et cetera, on other books. And Real Salt Lake getting even money here. I feel like this is um, maybe a bit of an overreaction to Houston got a great result last weekend uh, against the Galaxy. I mentioned earlier this this year on the podcast that they had gone like 25 road games without scoring, um, but uh, but they have figured it out a little more recently. But kind of like betting uh, on Austin or um, at, on Atlanta at home is a, is a pretty nice bet at, at those numbers. Uh, you're getting basically even money on RSL at home. RSL at home this year, 5-0-1, and, or sorry, 4-0-1, and they've beaten good teams. They've beaten Austin. They've beaten the Galaxy. They've beaten Nashville. They've beaten Seattle. Like, those are impressive, impressive wins at home, and Houston, I would not say, is anywhere near on the level of those teams. Houston did play a very rotated squad in Open Cup midweek, so I don't think that Open Cup is really, you know, going to affect them too much uh, in this scenario, but this is all about RSL at home. Um, you know, they're scoring goals at home. They've, they've, they've got two shutouts out of their five home games, so I think that at this number, you know, when I was looking at it, I was thinking this should probably be more like minus 150. Again, I just think that Houston is getting a little bit more respect maybe than they deserve because they put together, you know, a really good performance against the Galaxy last weekend. Um, we'll give them that. But let's remember, they've lost four out of their last six. So this isn't like a great Houston team. It's not like they've figured something out. I think they just had a really, really good performance. Um, and I'm going to take, uh, take RSL again right at even money at home at Rio Tinto stadium against, uh, against Houston, fading Houston on the road, uh, RSL at home. Give me that number. So you hit yet another underdog. The underdog is flying right now. And, uh, and I saw this one and I, I thought, I thought this line was a little bit high as well. Um, just, just a little bit high here. Let's hear it. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I, I didn't love the underdog this week. Yeah, but I agree. saw this number. It's more about the number than really anything that I'm about to get into. Um, look, Philly plus 240. They're not getting a hot like a lot of the results that you would expect, but the numbers are still showing up um, as one of the better teams. Of course, they did get a result. They got a win at Portland, but before yeah. that, they went five straight without a win. Um, well, they didn't really lose either. <laughs> they didn't lose either. Well, yeah, but like you want to, you want, if you're one of the better teams in the league, which we think they are, right. you want a little bit more. You can't go five games without a win is a lot. 
right. even if you're getting some draws. Um, but yeah, this is more about the number than anything. Plus 240 at New England. Um, we still haven't really seen New England off and flying. They're dealing with injuries with Bo and Altidore. Uh, Buxa is scoring, uh, and they have gotten, you know, they're they're unbeaten in four, which is pretty good. They're coming off uh, Open Cup, yep. uh, Open Cup loss in New York. Uh, I don't think they put that much into that game, no. though. It's, I don't think it's really going to affect anything. They're coming home. Look, it's 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 a risk. I mean, it's not well, it's not everything's a risk, but it's it's not my favorite pick of all time. I'll say <laughs> plus two forty. Um, again, Philly. Their number, all the numbers say, you know, this is a good bet. Um, but I'm not. I still don't trust New England. I think New England's on the right path mm-hmm. here, but I like Philly plus two forty. The double, we're gonna go half plus two forty and half uh, double chance minus one thirty five. I like that pick because we we forget like the thing that Philly is underrated on is their defense. Um, they have the best defense in the league, and by the underlying numbers, they've allowed the fewest non-penalty expected goals. I like the under in this game a lot. And these like Philadelphia, New England games are always really close, right? Like you you feel like it's a one zero either way. And so getting the plus money on, on it's, it's feels kind of coin flippy to me. Um, I like that pick. There was one dog that I absolutely love this week. I'm wearing their shirt this week uh, on the call that you you guys can't see, but um, I love FC Dallas at plus two forty. the the same odds as Philadelphia. Now, FC Dallas lost last week into Minnesota. It was a game they didn't deserve to lose. Probably the, the underlying numbers were, were way better for Dallas. Minnesota got a goal in the first half. And, um, you know, if, if, if an Adrian Heath team scores first, uh, they're, they're going to they're, they're, they're gonna lock it down a lot of times. Um, but there's many, many underlying plays, you know, things at play here. If you watched last week, uh, Orlando got two red cards at Austin. And I believe it was two defenders. So they are going to be missing. I, I, I put this out on Twitter. They got Schlegel and Araujo uh, got red cards last week. So they're going to be out. They played 120 minutes. And I watched a lot of this game. They played 120 minutes against Miami on Wednesday night in Orlando. Both teams were exhausted or cramping up at the end. Um, Torres came off holding his hamstring. I don't, it didn't look serious. But when you're talking about a 48 hour turnaround from Wednesday night, Thursday, Friday, and the game is Saturday night. It would be very surprising to me if he starts that game. And then I put this, you know, a little note about this out on Twitter and people mentioned, look, the 17 year old Thomas Williams is expected to start at the back for, uh, for Orlando. The only other game he scored, he started Montreal put four past Orlando. Um, so I really like FC Dallas at plus two forty. their underlying numbers. I mentioned the defenses uh, this, the, they're the second best defense in the league. The first that, you know, the best is, Philadelphia, but FC Dallas is allowing the second fewest uh, non-penalty expected goals in the league. They should be healthy. They didn't play any open cup midweek. Um, and at plus 240, I, I mean, I love this number. I think that um, this is genuinely one of my favorite bets I've made so far of the year. Um, and we will uh, and we will see what happens with this one. I know you you perked up your eyebrows there. Uh, You're going to be tuned into this. Give me all of a full unit. I might even do like a unit and a half on this one. But I might tell you on this, you know, it's Orlando had. If we go back through it, I'm pretty sure Orlando screwed us like every single time. But yeah. I don't typically bet against Orlando. Um, and, I know I've got a lot of Orlando for. They've games. lost three home games this year. Like, like they're I've not lost every single one. They're not. They're not good. Great at home. They beat uh, Chicago. They beat Charlotte, and they had the the win against Montreal. But that's when Montreal was playing in uh, in in CCL. They've lost to the Red Bulls. They've lost to Los Angeles FC, and they've lost to Cincinnati at home. Uh, so yeah, give me, uh, give me FC Dallas, all the FC Dallas 
at plus 240. Um, now, your total of the week, I like this one. I was, I was actually looking at this one as well. Um, I, think, uh, I think this could be a blowout. Yeah, I mean, look, we're just going to go – we're betting on one thing happening, really. We're betting on Seattle blowing out Charlotte. That's what we're going to be betting yep. on. Yep. The number is over two and a half is minus 115. We talked about this last week. It's a great number. The yep. Nashville Atlanta number was <laughs> – <laughs> I, that was ridiculous. Well, I was plus one twenty when, when I eventually got it. We that called it too. Easiest line that we've seen so far this season, besides some of the since the San Jose Chicago stuff uh, was so obvious back. <laughs> yes. in the but since then, that's the craziest number, especially for a total yep. that we've seen. So this isn't as crazy because look, we could see Charlotte, you know, really bunker, really play that park that bus, baby. Uh, against again Seattle, we've talked about how I feel like they're ready to go. Of course, they're coming off a loss at Colorado, but at Colorado, it's a pretty tough game. Yeah, third game in a week. They'd already exactly, won two games, you know, and yeah, they were on the road. I believe twice uh, that yeah. week, so it's tough. So we're now they have a full week rest, um, and they're playing in Charlotte. Yep, Charlotte's playing well, but they're playing well at home, not so much on the road. Again, we could see. Wow, I'm just seeing the cat. There's a cat. There's a cat in the windowsill. <laughs> <laughs> threw me off a black cat Dero wow. has a black cat oh oh yeah that's my cat yeah <laughs> yeah there you go. yeah not my window yeah no yeah in your window so that threw me off anyways seattle we're betting on them scoring three against charlotte yeah that's what we're betting on yeah and like the the other thing about this one that i like and i'm going to be telling you on this one the other thing i, I like about this is that charlotte has actually been like you know they kind of like they created some nice chances against Vancouver. They, 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 they can pull Swiderski can pull a banger out of anywhere. I was looking at like Seattle team total numbers here. The, I was looking at maybe a Seattle team total as my, as my play over one and a half is minus minus one forty. That was a little too juice for me. I kind of like yeah. over two and a half plus two fifteen. That's a, uh, that's a decent oh, I might number. Have to go with that instead. That, that, that might be a, that might be a play, a play to look at as well. If, if, if we want to switch that up, um, I'm going back to a play you made earlier. I am going to the over two and a half in Atlanta versus Columbus. Um, now we already mentioned like Atlanta scoring goals, their defense hasn't been good. Um, and this is a number that's hit like, you know, basically in the last, I believe six games for, uh, or last five games for Atlanta. Uh, and it, it's gone over two and a half. Um, I know that Columbus is struggling to score goals. That's the worry about this one because Columbus has been shut out. I think in like, they had a run of like four shutouts in a row and then like four out of their last six, but uh, Atlanta United is until they can prove, I mean, I said that they've gotten more organized, but they've allowed like multiple goals in four out of their last five games. So you don't go from that to getting a shutout against a Columbus team that does have offensive options. It's not like they don't have the options. They're just they not... have options now. How well are those options playing, right? Uh, <laughs> or producing, not so much, right? I but I do like at at, at Atlanta uh, at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I think this one will be generally wide open, and uh, and the over two point five. I was thinking this might be closer to over three. Um, so seeing over two point five right at that minus one fifteen number probably minus 110 in some other spots. Um, I am going to take that as my over. Now, going back to the Seattle-Charlotte game real quick uh, as, a, as a late transition, uh, my goal score of this week is going to be Raul Ruiz Diaz. Um, we mentioned how, look, we both think that Seattle is probably going to open up a can on, uh, on Charlotte this week. That is a really tough ask. And by the way, going back to Charlotte, when you do look at like 
the results that they've gotten recently, they've been against bad teams. Um, you know, they got the win against Vancouver, who was playing like a 18 year old at goalie. Uh, they beat Miami, who's not great. Um, but when they've played good teams and, and by the way, flying all the way to Seattle, first time ever playing on that turf, teams typically really struggle with that. Uh, Raul Ruiz Diaz is coming in at plus 130. Now, Rui Diaz has scored in eight out of his last 14 home games going back to the start of last season. So he's more than a 50-50 chance uh, typically to score a goal at home. You always have that penalty option as well. And at plus 130, I, I, you know, we said this last year, if, if Rui Diaz is better than plus money at home, uh, it's, it's typically a nice bet. So I'm taking Raul Rui Diaz. And Ben, why don't you round us off for the week? Yeah, we're going to go with, again, one of the best strikers in the league, not one of the guys that has won us, has, uh, has, I've been going with a lot this year, not Ferrer, not Teresi. So we're going a little bit away, but, you know, we're sticking with the Golden Boot winner uh, at plus 130. I mean, Mad. what, I mean, Ati at plus 130 against a Minnesota team. Again, they are on the road, but against a Minnesota team that has been piss poor. Is that, is that, is that a well, good one? They, they did beat, they did beat Dallas last week, but they didn't, they didn't deserve that win, but they've been really bad. They didn't deserve that win. They haven't had a shutout in a while. They haven't had a shutout in a while. They've been one of the worst uh, defensive teams. The third, we're going to go with the third worst, tied for the third worst in terms of XG against over the last month and a half, uh, almost over two goals a game, over two expected goals a game against uh, actual freight train in terms of NYCFC. <laughs> yeah. I know they only scored one against Chicago last week. We're still looking at the underlying numbers. The underlying numbers are absolutely ridiculous. Um, and we're getting last year's golden boot winner at plus 130. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. I'm always like, I'm always nervous to bet New York because I swear to God, like every time I bet on one guy, it's like, if I bet Tati, it's going to be another guy who scores. And if I, yeah, they just, they have so many options, but yeah, I I need to see what Ferreira's number is by the way. Cause I, I Ferreira did not come through for me last week, but that's not his fault though. Ferreira versus Oscar Pereja, by the way, well, uh, you know, his, his old coach. So we'll see about that one, but uh, all right, well, that is our picks for the week. Hopefully I can finally get back on the winning track. At least get one of them. Uh, Please Uh, FC Dallas, bring me home. And uh, thanks. Thanks for listening. And we'll catch you next time on bet MLS.